You are listening to the Create in Yom podcast, where we'll be talking about language, literature, and all things English, as well as various media and the arts. The show is brought to you by One Hour Proofreading, the fast-growing online human proofreader startup. I'm your host, B. Fernandez, coming to you from the Philippines. Thanks for tuning in. It's November, so you know what that means, guys? I'm scared. What does it mean? It means it's NaNoWriMo. Dun, dun, dun. Or else known as National Novel Writing Month. Or National yeah. Writer's yeah. Month. <laughs> <laughs> or so, National No One Actually Writes a Novel Month. But we try to tell ourselves that we finally will. <laughs> or National Write for the First Few Days Month. <laughs> so no doubt a lot of writers out there quaking in their boots. Yes. <laughs> And obviously procrastinating on stuff they should be writing. Yeah, or like writing madly until they cry. I'm guilty of both. <laughs> <laughs> writing madly until you cry first and then procrastinating the rest of it. Yeah, so that means that this month we're going to celebrate writing and novels. Yes. So it's going to be a fun month. Yeah, yes. and a bit of a motivation for everyone out there who's actually attempting unlike three people... In this, in this room right now. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, before we get into NaNoWriMo proper, we're going to get into that in another episode. But in this episode, we want to talk about media that sort of depicts and celebrates writing, yes. the yes. art form, yes. the process. Yeah. Basically, what you'd love to watch if you want to get into the mood. Yeah. Mm. So, what do you guys know or have seen that about depicts writing? writing. One of my most favorite films in the world is Freedom Writers, oh. starring mm-hmm. Hilary Swank. So mm-hmm. there she plays a teacher in an underprivileged school, yeah. and then she helps her class understand each other. Because other, other than being an underprivileged school where they aren't provided with books, enough books to go around for literature class, it, it's a combination of different cultures who yes, clash yes. a lot. So... What she does in the film is she helps the kids understand each other through writing. Mm -hmm. And then they end up publishing like an anthology of their collected experiences. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it's based on a real life story. Mm -hmm. And I like, like that's my goal. I want to Mm -hmm. be that kind of teacher. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's so good, like in terms of how well she handled her class Mm -hmm. and how she was able to inspire them Mm -hmm. to be creative. Yes. And it sounds like such an excellent film because it not only uh, provides social commentary mm-hmm. on the education system yeah. in yeah. America, but it also goes to show that writing can come from anywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have like maybe a grade point average yeah. 4.0 to publish or get something published. Yeah. yeah. And yet, you know, such striking, inspiring works come from unexpected places. Yeah, and the kids are literally writing about stuff that happened to them every day. Mm-hmm. And it's it, and it's shocking knowing that these are things that are normal to them. Yes, yes. So, to them, it's like, why am I writing about this? But yes, this has to be written down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know yeah. that. Shows how cathartic oh, yeah. writing can really be. Yeah, very like, much so. Above the need to just win yeah. awards or mm-hmm. accolades. And how stories like this are important in like showing the reality that is faced by people mm-hmm. of yeah. all ages, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's connected to what they say about people encourage everyone to write mm-hmm. because each yeah, person yeah. has a different yeah. side of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rather than 
write it for them, encourage them to actually oh, yeah. write it themselves. Mm, yes, yes. More motivation for someone planning NaNoWriMo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they can write, then you were in NaNoWriMo, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what other, like, maybe films? Or Ruby Sparks. Ruby oh, Sparks. Yeah, well, isn't film. it technically about writing? Because... I would say. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like meta. a character yeah, 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 yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the name. Was it Cal? Yeah, I think it's the, Cal. Yeah, and of course it... Played by the lovely, lovely Paul Dana. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) there's this character he's writing in his novel. It's like Ruby. Mm -hmm. Ruby Sparks is the whole name. Yeah. Yeah. Ruby Sparks. And then what's the name of the girl playing? Zoe Kazan. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is first he's writing the character, and then one next second, character comes to life and does everything that. He's written down. Yeah, he's written uh, yeah. down. She behaves exactly like okay. in the book. And then later on, get kind of creepy because he basically orders her to do things. Through his, writing, through his yeah. Writing. And then it culminates in this scene where she's just like going haywire in... In front in the, of him. Yeah, in front while of him. She, while he's, he's writing. Ah, oh, that scene. Spoiler alert, but yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What kind of movie is this? Is this like a thriller or something? It's, it's a rom com. Like it's a wrong like that scene we were talking about it's it's uncanny and creepy and very sad okay yeah the way it unfolds yeah and Um. Ruby just doesn't know herself anymore yeah yeah we're not gonna tell you how it ends but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. we've already given enough spoilers yeah (laughs) how about you it kind of reminds me of this film Stranger Than Fiction where (gasps) Will Ferrell's character like a public accountant, he's unwittingly being controlled by the writing of a jaded novel writer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's so entertaining to see because you go from like such a dull life as an accountant and suddenly Mm -hmm. you do unexpected things or you sort of catch yourself in routine Mm -hmm. and you find out that you're in that sort of life because somebody sort of dictated that life for mm. you. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's very like... It's a cute sport. film. It is. Yeah. Also, yeah. it has one of my favorite lines ever. What was what? that line? I brought you flowers. <gasps> oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, that's so what? cute! I'm still waiting for someone to bring me flowers. Yeah. Okay, so... What's flowers like? Okay, spoiler alert. Will like, Ferrell falls in love with... Maggie Gyllenhaal's Maggie Gyllenhaal's character, character who's uh-huh. a baker... Because oh. he's he's an accountant, right? Uh-huh. So he's coming after her business for not paying her taxes, something yeah. like that. And then she fall, he falls in love with her. And because she he's a she's a baker, uh-huh. instead of bringing flowers, flowers oh. he brought her like a crate of flowers. flowers. Oh wow, that's <laughs> so cute. I want and, that too. I want someone to do that. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it's like word was, play. He was so dead, but I brought you flowers, and she was <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, I would totally fall for someone like that. Oh yeah, that's adorable. Like, I've never had anyone bring me. Totally, my life. Like, yeah. not, like not the flowers, but like I brought you flowers, like that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like an entire crate of them. Yeah. Yeah, like a whole. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so cute. You can do with that. <laughs> what else? What are the other stories about writing stories? Yeah. In media. Well, I would imagine. Not exactly depicting the process itself, like oh, mm. breaking the third wall, mm-hmm. the fourth wall. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the third wall has already been broken. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Um, but I would say maybe 
celebrating the process uh-huh. and seeing that it's always good to write. Like, say, Dead Poet Society, for instance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you Very see... a film. Indeed, indeed. I mean, you see a professor, rest in peace, Robin Williams, yeah. and he encourages a group of boys in this sort of tight-knit, high-class yeah. school. Prep school, yeah. yeah. It's prep, prep school. school. Um, that there is freedom in writing. Yeah. That is there, there is... We all lived, like, kind of a very structured life. Indeed, there, indeed. Because they're all projected to go to Ivy League colleges. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're also bound to be lawyers, doctors, and engineers. So, basically, they have no time for the enjoyment yeah. of literature. For yes, humanity. Yes. And that's what Robin Williams' professor does mm-hmm. to bring that life to them. I mean, it's not just about... And I might be referencing another Robin Williams film here, but it's not just about living. It's also about improving the quality of life yeah. through writing. Well, I like I know arts. this Robin Williams film. That Patch you're... Adams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I was thinking what dreams may come, but okay. Close enough. What dreams may come is a... Oh, my gosh. It's right? a beautiful film. Too. Right? right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would recommend what dreams may come to any Robin Same. Williams fan out there. And Same. incidentally enough, it's based on a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. Literary classic called Dante's Inferno. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. really? Mm-hmm. I would recommend Robin Williams to any person out there. Like, go ahead, go and look for all mm-hmm. of his films. Yes, yes. Yeah. Can I just uh, say, most beautiful. I would say people enjoy making and consuming films about writing because that as a process, like, People don't understand, especially oh. people who don't usually write, that yeah. writing is not easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just remembered Jane the Virgin. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Oh, really? I, yeah, because the main character, Jane, is a writer, and we get lots of scenes with her kind of oh. like trying to write and then the alternate persona. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Jane the Virgin is sort of her own romance novel yeah. gone wrong. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, and there's a narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A funny narrator. (laughs) Yeah, he should. He should have won an Emmy at some point. Who is the voice of that narrator again? I don't remember. I forgot who. I kind of stopped watching. I loved his voice so much. Yeah. So sexy. If I'm not mistaken, was it Placido Domingo? I'm not sure. Maybe like a well-known. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he is Latin pretty well known. Yeah. American yeah. star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and although, that's interesting because it's in romance. Again. Although Rogelio was my favorite character, mm. I love Rogelio. Michael was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna spoiler, say anything. Spoiler alert! Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Michael, and mm-hmm. I think what's also interesting about that is how it gets into the mind of the writer yeah. of how they process things because, like I said earlier. There are scenes with Jane and when she's like mm-hmm. trying she's to write imagining and then, it. Yeah, and yeah. then her characters are speaking to her about what she should do. Yes, Mid writing yes. and also outside of writing. Mm-hmm. Also a lot of scenes with, with her imagining how the scene is going to turn out if yeah. she had written it. Yeah. And how it actually, how it actually turns, turns out, out in real life. Oh yeah. That's that's exactly, so great. I mean sometimes writers that's how they The juxtaposition of that is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A different version of the expectations versus reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you you know how you know they they managed to make it so different by showing like it's an in, there's a different filter. Yeah. If Jane's imagining this yeah. particular Like this scene. really bright and cloudy. There, yeah, there's always this like flare. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's always lens flare yeah. going on. And then <laughs> I find this funny because sometimes some writers write 
I feel like I'm walking on air. Yeah. And then the the show plays with that character by actually having Jane walking Walk on, on air. Walking oh, yeah. on air and then and then turning that into this dramatic and funny. That's oh, it's, it's very it's like it's it's about writing, but it's very telenovela. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it, it is a yeah. telenovela. Wait, going back to the poet society, I was going because I was researching my favorite quote. We don't read and write poetry because it's cute. We read and write poetry because we are members of the human race. And the human race is filled with passion. And medicine, law, business, engineering, these are noble pursuits pursuits and necessary to sustain life. Oh, but yeah, poetry, beauty, romance, love, mm-hmm. these are what we stay alive for. Yeah, the quote yeah. from Whitman, O oh me, O oh life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, what good amid these, O oh me, O oh life. Answer that you are here, that life exists, and identity, that the powerful play goes on, you may contribute a verse. Mm. That the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute a verse. What will yours be? Oh. <gasps> like, literally, every time I hear that, I'm like, yes, I'm gonna make a good, a pretty damn good yeah. verse, y'all. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. That's, yep. <laughs> I needed that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I needed that. Very, it's a very, very cathartic film, especially when I get into writer's block, yeah. which happens a lot, by the way. I mean, especially this <laughs> month. Mm-hmm. It happens yeah. more than one May thing. Uh, uh, what else? <laughs> because we're also, we're also friends for other films. Like, if you guys have any, anything you would love to recommend to us, you would love that. Yeah, we'd love to yeah. hear. About yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Send PMs. <laughs> <laughs> But with us, I mean, if you think about it, the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy is one is one gigantic book written by Frodo at the end of the. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so meta. So meta. It's so meta. If we're if we're talking meta, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, but. Yeah. <gasps> the, f- yeah. I remember one. Who go? Shakespeare in Love. Oh! Oh yeah! Oh. It's this whole saga of Shakespeare trying to write. Um, Romeo and Juliet. Yes, yes, while falling in love in real life. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so good because it's it's a movie written by Tom Stoppard, aka mm-hmm. one of the most brilliant playwrights out there. Mm-hmm. And it's so fascinating how he sort of toys with the idea of how does Shakespeare get inspired? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he sort of depicts Shakespeare as this fickle yet genius mind. That mm-hmm. looks for inspiration. He was in the process of searching for his muse. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's why he kept having standstills when it came to mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet. Which, by the way, he first titled as Romeo and Ethel the Pirate's Daughter. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but really? then, you know, he gets his inspiration back when he meets a countess. Uh-huh. And that's when, you know, this narrative blossoms. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of mirrors his reality forbidden love and all that mm-hmm. and uh, you know there are just sort of funny segues like is there a dog in this play where's the dog <laughs> <laughs> and then you know these unexpected ideas come in and then it just so happens that he gets these ideas from mm-hmm. his fellow playwrights like christopher yeah. marlowe mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. acquaintances like the owner of the rose theater Mm-hmm. I remember Mulan Rouge, guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh my okay, God! Okay, okay. How yeah, can true. we forget 
Oh my goodness. God. Yeah. Like it's not necessarily about writing as much as it is about like French aristocracy and the Bohemian times. Yeah. Yes, but yes. character. It is a story. About the writer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of a writer. Yeah. Of Christian writing his love a very tragic love story with yeah. Satine. Oh, uh, yes. so good, so good. And we're mean, already talking about musicals. I mean, I remember oh, yeah, the other yeah. one, the last five years. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Jamie is the writer character there. And yeah, mm. it does explore writing in the sense of how stories progress. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and also how the writer succeeds and how it put a strain. Yes, yes, on I remember the relationship with the other mm-hmm. character, Kathy. Yes, it's interplayed um, form-wise because. They intersect at one point and they yeah. diverge. Yes. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that. It's really mm-hmm. nice. It's really it's, and it's if we're talking about writing, I mean, it kind of shows the process of it how does, it, does. it can be, how you can manipulate storylines. Yes, yes, yes. How you for can sure. twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, although details. I do have to say, wouldn't want to date a guy like Jamie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I mean, and like I, no one does. I, I went there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at first you'd be like, "Ooh, sorry," but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. later on, it's just yeah, but yeah. It, it's a problematic. We, yeah. we don't want to be a Kathy. Oh, we don't. No one wants. We don't, we don't want to be either of those people. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, like I mean, mm. as lovely and as heartrending as the musical is, it just it's basically one on one and what not to do in a relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's how they wonder that they never ended up back together. Yeah. At the end of the musical, right? Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. Had, again, spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like Jamie has problems, but Kathy has real problems also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like girl, you gotta get that self esteem up. Yeah. Yes, yes. You gotta work. You gotta just fed on. Yeah, yeah, each oh yeah. Issues. You can't blame someone for yeah. being better than it's, like better at what they do. It's yeah. on one hand, um, being impatient, like demanding too much of one person. Yet on the other hand, it's also not being yeah. supportive enough of your. Yeah. Significant others' dreams. Yeah. Right. More and recent uh, films, I guess, Trumbull, though it it what's doesn't. That? So there's this Oscar. Oh yeah, nominated yeah. Nominated film was with, wasn't this what's the name of that that the actor? Brian Cranston. Oh, Brian I Cranston, remember Brian this Cranston. Thing. Yes, So yes. he plays this screenwriter who was sort of tagged as a commie. Yes. Yes. Around World War Two ish, mm-hmm. and he wrote he wrote Roman Holiday, I think. He did, he did. He wrote a bunch of like really popular films and then in the middle of World War II, he was tagged as a communist. So like he had to write under pen names. He kept writing under different different pen names. Mm-hmm. And the, and people didn't know that they had been giving Oscars to someone who was tagged as a communist. So it's not oh really my. about writing, but rather yeah. the persistence of it. Mm-hmm. So great. Also Spotlight. Oh my gosh, yeah. Spotlight, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spotlight, it's just this... It, it talks less about the fictional aspect, but more about the journalistic oh, yeah. aspect of writing. Like the documentation of the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is Boston in... Uh, I forget what decade. Mm. I don't remember also. Yeah. But it's not that old. It's not, not that, that far like, It's not that far Indeed, back. indeed. And it's always... Uh, it's this... Thing where a bunch of journalists they have to answer the difficult question of are we going to cover the story or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, because we mm-hmm. know how important it is to cover the story and let everybody know. Yeah. And yet we're going to have our asses kicked while we do it. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. of course with the journalists because you know journalists scream. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this idea that you have to pursue the truth, but 
to what extent. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. And it's explored so well in Spotlight. Mm-hmm. How and how persistent they were. Yes. That yes. Search for that truth because it's really a deep, a deeply rooted issue. It is. It's yeah. very, very complicated and very, very hard to talk about, mm-hmm. considering who are involved. Yeah. 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 So no spoilers. And there's You're always welcome. this this wall that holds journalists back from mm-hmm. the power structure that rules. Oh yeah. I mean, it's an age-old problem in journalism. I True. Would suspect. And you know, if we didn't have journalists as um, determined as these guys, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. unearthed such an issue as that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. I don't know. I really like that film. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo. Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess it just goes to show that there is no limit on media that depicts writing in all yeah. its forms. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I'm glad for that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's bound to happen because the people doing it are writers. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, there's a wealth of other things, other topics. And yeah. There's always something to find about writing. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Though fewer. And it doesn't stop. There's always something to talk about. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. Yeah. The exploration of the yeah of the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. The struggle, basically. Yeah. We're just gonna call it the struggle with a capital S. (laughs) Capital S. T M. T M. Yeah. Struggle. So, I don't know, listeners, do you have any ideas on other titles that depict writing? I mean, let us know in the comments if you think of any. But for now, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks uh, to Mondi and Paula, as always, for joining me. And to our listeners, we will see you in the next one. Bye!